welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. Um, it's been a little bit since I recorded one. Uh, not because I've not been releasing them, it's just because I had so many stacked up right after each other that I recorded. This is the first time I've sat down probably three or four days, which is like a decade in podcasting years. But uh got a lot of exciting stuff going on behind the scenes, and hopefully uh, you guys will be able to see it for too long. Um, been working some uh, angles and stuff, trying to see what I can do to get y'all some entertaining people on here, so... Um, I got asked a question in my Q&A series, and gosh, man, this is probably one of the toughest questions that you can ever be asked. This is on par with with the Mount Rushmore question, like who's your top four artists on the Mount Rushmore country music, which I'm glad no one asked that because that is such a loaded question, and I couldn't even begin to sit there and give you my top four because everybody's top four is different. And that's what leads me into this question. This question comes from one of my co-workers, Dwayne, who actually listens to the podcast whenever he gets to it because my man is out there going eBay shopping. So he's buying stuff secondhand, puts it on eBay. He's out there grinding. So whenever he's sitting there listing all that uh, clothing and DVDs and accessories and all that good stuff, he listens to the podcast. He's actually also bought some uh, merch, some shirts, some sweatshirts, um, which the link is in the description on my Instagram for that stuff, um, which honestly, the quality of the shirts and the sweatshirts are amazing. Um, the printing's really well done, and I would highly recommend it. And I got a few other things in the works. Um Hopefully, I'm going to have this really cool jacket coming out um, that I'm going to be looking into essentially embroidering the logo and having a pretty cool back design on it. It's going to look like a biker's jacket. So, that's going to be kind of higher priced than what I usually put on there, but it's going to look really sick. So, and uh, I honestly probably be just buying that for myself. If anybody else buys it, I madly respect you. It's just, I think the design would look really cool. That way, if I wanted to wear a shirt to the concert, like a Ward Davis shirt to the concert on at Black Mountain, which I will be there. So if you are in Black Mountain, North Carolina, see him Ward Davis on August, I will be there. Say hey, hi, how? Also, got the VIP tickets to meet Ward, so I'm so excited about that. Um, let's see here, though. We got on a little tangent here. Dwayne asked this question, and this question is a hard one. It's like choosing your favorite children, man. And honestly, I don't know if I can just sit here and do this right off the bat. I'll probably have to stop and think about this, right? And I'm not going to give this in a particular order because I just think it'd be too tough. There's too many qualifications and stuff to really go through. He asked me what are my top 10 favorite country songs and why? So the and why part's not the difficult part. Is getting ten songs in a list that says I really like this song the most out of all the country music. So I'm gonna lay some ground rules, some guidelines, because I feel like that is number de uno of the criteria is that we should have criteria. I mean, like if I come up here and be like, I can just name ten amazing country songs, iconic ones, 
and I can take the easy way out. So, A, these songs mean something to me. They have a high impact on me, either through emotions or physical or mental things that happened to me in the past, um, or something in regards to being able to want to do it future in my life. It's something that I aspire to do, hold myself to, and that's number de uno criteria. Number two is I'm going to strictly limit this to country music. So neo-traditional, traditional, and I guess if I really wanted to, I could pick up pick up a mainstream song or two, but I really, I mean Stapleton obviously, but other than that, I really couldn't foresee me choosing one off the top of my head. Um, I will say that I am 24, going to be 25 in about a week or two, right? I grew up in the 2000s. 2000s country was my country. Now, of course, I heard 90s country because it's like the golden era and then coming out of it, the 2000s. So the 2000s is like that area where I was growing up, so there's a lot of nostalgic values on that kind of music. Now, I'm not going to say my top 10 is going to be just those songs. They got to hold those values of country music. That's my that's my part C. And part D is this has nothing to do with playability. It's not about how much they sold. It's not about how much it was played on the radio. It's not about how much money they made off this CD, this album, this song this radio play, it is about the impact of the song on the audience and the audience being me. So that is my criteria for this. And this is not going to be an easy thing for me. It's like choosing children if I had any. Um, It's just not fun for me. How dare. But it's a respectful question, and I feel like it would get a good insight of my viewers to my taste of music, and, you know, it's just, I have a very wide range, so that's where we're at. One thing that I will say is that the whole ordeal of this is I actually have a necklace that I used to wear. The necklace part actually broke on it, so that's why I'm not wearing it anymore. But this Spotify necklace used to connect to a playlist, and it's literally called Cole's Life Playlist. And people, if they were really curious to know who I was, they could scan this, and this playlist would come up. And this playlist has a wide variety of music. It's not just country music. It's not just rock music. It's a little bit of everything. And that's just how I am. There's a few songs in there that just don't fit the country genre, and oh well. However... That playlist is majority country music, and there's a lot of songs on there <laughs> that I could deem, essentially, the songs where I'm like, these are my top ten favorite country songs of all time. So, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the top ten of the Steel Guitar Podcast songs of all time, right? No, I won't say that because that would be like a whole different series. Like, I'd go through and like look at the nostalgic value the influence on culture and everything, influence on country music. Nah, this is Cole's Top 10. The host of the Steel Guitar Podcast. Top 10 of all time for him. So, let's dive into it.
Ooh, insert diving noise. Number one. Number one for me is one of those ones that most people would consider being in the top ten of all time. I have to go with Poncho and Lefty. And the reason is not for the nostalgic value of it. Poncho and Lefty is one of those songs that I first heard when I was getting into country music with my grandpa, traditional country music, and that song came on the radio, and he started singing to it, right? He was grooving, he was having a fun time with it, and I was catching on to it. I didn't know the lyrics, but it had a really nice beat. And you know how it is when you first listen to a song, and you're sitting there, and you're like trying to not necessarily analyze it, but you're really sitting there thinking about the story, kind of trying to pull some imagery. And just the way that it sounded, it had that old school western theme. Because me and my grandpa used to watch westerns all the time. Uh, the John Wayne's classics, uh, you know, Open Range being one of my favorites. Tombstone, my all-time favorite, but Open Range is pretty close up there. And my grandpa was a big influence in that as well. But when it came to country music, listening to traditional country music, I have him to thank and... I know I say at least probably one or two things about my grandpa every episode. And I know that's probably, oh, he's talking about his grandpa again. But honestly, though, without him, I wouldn't probably be making this podcast, which for some people might be a good thing. Be like, thank God that kid's not doing that no more. But I kind of enjoy it. And there's people out there that let me know that they enjoy it as well. So Poncho and Lefty has to be one because... Not only does it have that nostalgic value, but it has that personal value to me. It really has impact on my life. And for good reason. It really has. And that's just one of those things where I'm sitting there like, if I'm choosing a song right off the bat, that's the one that really pops out at me. See, my top five is pretty solid. Like, the five songs that I think I would start out with. So number two for me would have to be Long Black Train by Josh Turner. That song got me into country music in the 2000s, so not traditional country music. I guess technically you include the 2000s as traditional, depending on what your definition of it is to be. I know some people claim that 90s country music isn't traditional country music, so I get it. But just sitting here thinking about it, Josh Turner, Long Black Train, used to listen on repeat, the single, over and over and over. And it just got me to really like country music. I don't know what it was about Long Black Train. I really don't. I can't sit here and tell you that's because of the gospel background. Because when I was a kid, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand it was about this essential rail of sin and everything that it's talking about. I had no clue what it was talking about. The reason I liked Long Black Train is because I was a kid and I liked cars and trucks and trains and and as I grew up I learned about like the whole salvational aspect of it being like if you go on this train it's the easy road but it's the road that ends essentially to nowhere and then you know it's just a big whole theme in it but sitting there growing up I had no freaking clue what I was talking about. I was sitting there listening to it, singing along with Josh Turner, having no clue what it was talking about. Not a dang thing. My mom didn't tell me. My dad didn't tell me. My grandma and grandpa didn't tell me. Nobody did. That is one of those songs that I just grew up liking. 
and that song meant a lot to me. It really did. And it still does to this day. But, I mean, it's one of those things as you hear it over and over and over. It's one of the ones that does not get old for you. You just keep listening to it. And it keeps holding that value. And I won't say that I try to be a good person. Like, don't get me wrong. I try my best. But the world doesn't make it easy for us sometimes. It really doesn't. But I sit here and I try my best. And I feel like sometimes if I am going off the rails in life and I hear Long Black Train, it throws me back onto that path and being like, okay, Cole, get your life back in gear. Figure out what the frick you're doing. And learn it. Love it. Move on. Come on, you can do it. And sometimes that's all it takes for me to sit there and reset is hear one song where my mindset's like, Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Number three has to be Chasing the Light by Casper McQuaid and Josh Morningstar co-wrote, co-written, whatever term you want to use. That song, I discovered it not too long ago. I didn't really know Casper McQuaid that real well at the first but when I heard that song on that album, man, it just, to speak of how deep that is rooted into my life, because everybody has lost somebody, like, and if you haven't, you will, and I hope and pray that you're able to deal with it better than I was, but I was straight up depressed for months, um, I went through a bad time. I mean, it's it was not easy. It's never easy losing anybody. Because not only are you losing the person in regards to being there in the physical aspect of being able to talk to them, being able to tell stories, laugh with them, cry with them. There's that void of the physical sense of them not being there. But there's also the void of them not being there for you when, you know, the bad things are happening. And, of course, that's in the physical and emotional sense as well. But sometimes you don't really need to talk to somebody. It's just you had that somebody that you know that's there that will talk to you. That makes it easy to talk to no matter what subject it is. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Trying to come to peace with the things that I didn't say but I hope he knows them anyway. That quote right there is the one that hits me the most because now I'm sitting here a couple, two years after the fact, right? He uh, didn't pass away too long ago. His birthday is actually coming up here on the 19th of July um, as I'm recording this. I'm sure you guys will be able to, or after the fact of the 19th. But anytime, man one of those days, either the day that he passed away or the day that it's his birthday, I think of this song now and it helps me get by in regards to sitting there thinking he knew that how much I respected him, how much I loved him, and no matter all the regrets that I may have at this point, he knew it anyway. So that song really does mean a lot to me. And that is a very personal song and not one that most people will be like, oh, that's in my top ten. But that song means a lot to me. It really does. 
All right, so number four, I'm going to probably choose the song. All right, I'm going to throw one out here. It's called A Different Day by Cody Johnson. It's actually on a different day album. And this song I relate to a lot because I honestly feel like I was born in the wrong time period a lot of times. Um, this world that I'm in right now, I feel like I would probably be a lot better off if I would have been born about 30 years before or 40 years before. So I could have grew up in a generation of uh, <laughs> sanity, maybe, you know? And I'm not saying that we're... Uh, we're heck bound at this point right but this is one of those moments where i'm sitting here a lot of times i'm seeing all this crap that's going on in the world I'm like my goodness man is this even the united states of america anymore or are we like something completely different um but this song right here means a lot to me because of every single verse i relate to because Number one, I would love to be a, like an actual cowboy, 100%, like in the Western times. Like, if I could choose one period of time to be transported back to, I would want to be transported at that time. Of course, I would probably would like the uh, modernization of medicine and stuff like that currently in Western times. But just on top of that, man, I really love Western-themed stuff. Novels, short stories, movies songs like the cowboy ballads of the west like marty robbins which yeah marty robbins is absolutely amazing but yeah i think a different day is a great song to summarize my life because the western times and then also being thrown back into like old school times and then of course the whole dating thing for me which i mean that's a whole different issue but it's very relatable for me, and uh, A Different Day is one of those Cody songs, the Cody Johnson songs that I really, really enjoy and actually relate to a lot in life. So, where are we at here? That's Poncho and Lefty, Black Train, Long Black Train, um, A Different Day, Chasing the Light, that's four. Number five, I'm going to throw out Rodney Atkins, um... This song right here, Watching You, used to be my song growing up. That used to be my uh, song when I was growing up. That song I relate to a lot. That used to be my uh, that used to be my jam, man. And my dad's always been one guy that I've really looked up to. Um, he's always been a mechanic, so he's always been a hardworking man. Blue collar his whole entire life. And, uh, yeah, Rodney Atkins, man, he's a... Uh, He's an amazing dude. I actually went to go see him in concert in Winston-Salem when he came by uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago, which got me started on my concert journeys. And now that I've got my concert journeys, I've really gotten to music all over again. And now I'm really getting into the podcast and being able to explore it and everything. It's been a really fun, pretty fun ride the last year and a half. Um, and Rodney Atkins watching you is always one of those things where it's funny. I relate to it because I always thought my dad is Superman, and uh, he's just one of those guys, that man, that you see and you just aspire to be as hardworking, as nose to the grindstone as he is, and 
Of course, you know, a lot of stuff may get lost in that nose of the grindstone. However, it's one of those things where he is one of the reasons that I've been able to be where I am at in regards to education, in regards to uh, being able to do this podcast, to have the microphone and the phone be able to record to it and get me a job. He didn't help me get my job, but essentially gave me the, I guess, will to go get a job, the showmanship and everything. Not been blessed with his mechanical skills by any means, but, you know, it's one of those things where dad's taught me a lot of things without actually teaching me a lot, if that makes sense. Lead by example. And one thing that I will say about this, for me, is that is the top five, and I'm already sitting here like, my lord, dude, like, this is ridiculous. I got five more songs that I have to choose. This ain't fair. This ain't fair for me. Not at all. Not fair. <sighs> Number six, I'm going to go for Cody Jinx song. And I'm trying to choose a Cody Jinx song where it means the most to me. Because I love all of Cody's songs. And I could probably just make a whole top ten of his songs of uh, being my favorites. But... <sighs> sitting here going through them all like I love Ain't a Train the fiddle solo in Ain't a Train it's got a really really great story um Heavy Load I love that song so much it's one of those hidden gems in the albums uh this old guitar is really good but I always go back to the Wanting and the After the Fire album and if I'm choosing one off of those I would choose Never alone, but always lonely. I've always, man, that song's always hit hard for me because I don't know. In this world, you're truly never alone. There's people out there for you. Your friends, your neighbors, your family members, right? You're never truly alone in this world in regards to people. Because the ability to reach out to people these days is super easy. You can get a hold of pretty much anybody with a phone call, a text, a voice message, a Snapchat, a Instagram direct message, a Twitter, a tweet. My, my grandpa used to always call a Twitter tweeter and <laughs> get old tweeter. Um, but uh, there's really... No actual way that you can be actually alone in this world because there's so many avenues that you can get to people. But sometimes, man, you are alone in your head and you don't feel that ability to reach out to people because you feel like you're a nuisance to them at times or for whatever reason. And I've been through that a lot in my life. There's a lot of times where I'm just sitting there and people look at me and I'm like, man, this man looks like he hates the world. And I don't hate the world. It's just I got a lot going on up here in this little coconut brain of mine. And I really don't want to talk about the stuff I'm dealing with because it doesn't help me sometimes. And you're truly never alone, but you're always lonely in the head. You're always alone in your thoughts. You're always trying to get out of your own head. And that's the most dangerous place to be. Um, 
being stuck up there sometimes is like a metaphorical jail cell that you are not able to get out of. And you have a really hard time escaping. And there might be somebody with a key outside the door, but for some reason you can't, the key don't fit for whatever reason. You know, it's just not able to help you out. It's not a, it's what you're, it's hard to describe for anybody that really doesn't have that problem, but I do have that problem a lot of times. And uh, I try not to burden people with my problems, but I'm happily always able to help other people. And then, of course, that essentially you get used. And on top of that, whew, that's a whole different avenue. But uh, that song right there is probably the Cody Jinx song that hits the hardest for me, personally. Alrighty. Um, so that is six, right? Um, mm, Billy Curlington, Good Directions. This is a song that I grew up with as a child, and I just remember always singing it. And that's not one of those things where it's like, it has this amazingly deep value in my life. No, it's just one song that I really enjoyed, really enjoyed growing up with and singing it in the car. Especially the whole turn up greens and everything. I, I just love that song. And it's one of those songs that I always remember when I hear it. I think of when I was younger. And really just enjoying it. And the crazy thing about a top 10. Is this top 10 can change on the day. Because your emotions and stuff are not always in the sad mood. In the happy mood or nostalgic mood. You're in different moods every day. So this top 10 could be completely different tomorrow but it's one of those things where i'm sitting here and i'm like you know what this song means a lot to me today so good directions is definitely one where i would sit there and be like yeah that's one that i could probably choose right off the ripski so that is number seven or is that number six i think that's number seven man i got three more or was that six? Oh my gosh i'm losing count man um long black train Poncho and Lefty, Chasing the Light, Good Directions, that's four, um, Never Alone, five, Watching You, six, Different Day, seven, so I'm on eight right now, so I got three more. Alright, so I'm going to hit up another Cody Johnson song, um, this song is called Human. And if there's one thing that I've learned is that we shouldn't judge people upon being just that human because we all are that and we all have our faults and we all fail at a lot of things. And uh, sometimes, man, it's not easy to just be what we are. We are imperfect beings in an imperfect world, essentially surrounded by imperfect things torturing or not necessarily torturing us but uh tempting us torturing us in order to do these things and you know it's it's a weird world that we live in and it doesn't matter if you live in the greatest place in the entire world or you live in the poorest place in the entire of the world or you live in the richest country the poorest country wherever you're at man there's always going to be that turmoil there's always going to be something there and this song encompasses that for me because it is being about human. It's relishing the fact that we are human 
And we shouldn't judge people because they are human. We all have our own disabilities. We have our own mindsets. We have our own thoughts, our own opinions. And that's part of being human. And being human is a part of being alive. And some people can human better than others. I know that I'm not one that can human very well in the social aspect of the world. However, human is very deep, and that's one Cody Johnson song that always hits me really, really hard. So that is eight, and I'm going to have to take a quick hiatus to figure out these next two, because this is going to be pretty hard. Well, it's kind of funny, because uh, I, I was recording the last episode to uh, ensure that <laughs> that the episode <laughs> would be done. Well, your boy forgot the last two songs on this episode, so... Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I'm going to try to do this lickety-split quit so I can probably get it around three minutes, four minutes. So, uh, number nine, I probably would say it is Ward Davis's Black Cats and Crows. And that song really impacted me during a harsh time in my life. Actually, if you will check my Instagram story since I just went to the Ward Davis concert, you'll be able to kind of see what I'm talking about. It had a great influence on my life. As you can tell, there's not a lot of prestigious country songs in this at all. It's all songs about me and who I am, like Trace Atkins once famously said, that I've most famously said a lot in this podcast. So, then number 10, I probably would uh, shout out Poor Man's Poison for the song that I like the most out of his newest singles that are being released is called The Mask and the Mirror, which really reflects me. I feel like most of the time we all have that demon inside or whatever. And uh, that demon, of course, being our uh, uh, inner workings and like us trying to hide how painful and what we're, what regret and stuff we're in behind the mask. And I thought it was a really good, well-rounded song. So that's probably my top ten personal country songs here lately. Now... This can change day to day, so don't expect to be like, oh, next week it's going to be the same list. No. But this will conclude this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. This has been made like within a month, I guess, because I recorded this in July and now it's August. So uh, I'm finishing this part up. So uh, what a what a noob that I am. But I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Thank you for checking out the podcast. If you haven't checked me out before, it's Cole of the Still Guitar Podcast. I got all my links in the description for merch, for all the links for the podcast on every single platform. There's all kinds of stuff on there, so make sure you click on the link tree and explore around. And uh, I will see you guys in the next episode, and keep country music alive. Adios, sayonara, goodbye.